the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, friends. Welcome to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and I'm fortunate to be the director of local ministries here at True Talk 800, KPDQ, The Fish, and El Rey. And there sure are a lot of things going on right now. God bless Kirk Grover and his wife. They'll be having a baby today. In addition to that, mark on your calendars a couple of days in October. On Thursday, the 16th, Raul Reese from Somebody Love You is coming to town, and he'll be at Listener Appreciation Night, Calvary Chapel, Portland, from 7 to 9. And if you are a leader in ministry, you're invited to come out to what's known as the Ministry Leadership Breakfast, also featuring Raul Reese. That'll be 745 on Friday, October 17th. Coming to the Sheridan Portland Airport, the Ministry Leadership Breakfast. And yes, Bacon will be there. And this weekend, also very exciting because we are having a ticket party. It's to see Bill Gaither and the Gaither Vocal Band concert coming to Portland Sunday, September 28th at the Keller Auditorium. Check it out. You'll be eligible to win tickets every 15 minutes. Got to be present to win, and everyone who enters will also be entered to win the grand prize package, which is a pair of VIP tickets, gift certificates from Fat Cupcake, and also our Blooms of Lake Oswego, the florist, and even a two-night stay at the Shiloh Inn. So don't miss the ticket party this Saturday, September 13th from noon to 2 at Lazy Boy Tualatin, Southwest Nyberg Street off I-5, right across from Panera Bread and Famous Dave's Barbecue. Another event we have coming up that you want to know about is Tuesday, September 23rd. It is the official launch of the movie Cryzenium. And to tell us all about it, we have the director, Rick Lord, and producer, Philip Wade. Gentlemen, how are you today? Very good. Doing well. Doing well. It's good to have you aboard. Um, Matchlight Films is their company's name, and it's based out of Salem, Oregon, with more details available on the website, matchlightfilms.com. Also, ambitionpictures.net, and don't even try to spell Chrysanium, but if you could, it would be Chrysanium.com. So I'm going to lead off with you. Rick, tell us all about Matchlight Films coming into existence in the first place. Well, Mike, uh, Matchlight Films was uh, – actually, it was kind of an accident the way it all came together. Uh, I met uh, Philip and his brother. You got to understand, I'm 60 years old. Uh, Philip here, who's uh, our producer, he's 22 and his brother's 19. We – Together, our Matchlight Films is the team. And um, 15 months ago is about when it started and when it evolved. And it came about accidentally by shooting a, a short film for uh, a gentleman named Chuck who wanted to uh, put something out for a Sermon Spice. And uh, we found that, uh, gosh, this was kind of fun. Now, you got to understand, I have a, a film background for about 30 years. And... Hitting and missing through the through the process of filmmaking, from lighting to acting to directing and so on and so forth, it was uh, never really it re- never really manifested itself as as a as a huge part of of industry for me because we lived here in Portland and uh, and or Salem, 
And so when these kids came to me about doing this film, I was a little him and haw, and I'd retired out of the business. And uh, we basically took uh, took and did this uh, short film for Chuck. Thought this was fun. Let's try another one. And that's where we came with, came up with uh, Rock Bottom. Did that one. Did another film called Angels Wings. These are five, six, seven minute films, and they're just short. Make you think films. That's all they were. And it was at that time, Matchlight Films really came to fruition. And we were off and running from that point on. So does the name Matchlight have any special significance to it? There was a, a lady that I had worked with uh, prior to the boys here. Um, uh, her name is Janet Beeson. She is a part of our project, as a matter of fact. And her and I... Uh, through a script we were working on, had four Matchlight films several years back, never did anything with it. So we just brought it forward. Since we had the name, had the Facebook site, it was kind of like it was a marriage made in heaven. So we just ran with it. Why start over again? Exactly. That makes sense. So, Rick, have you found, after all of your many years in the entertainment field, that things have gotten a lot easier and that the ground is a lot more a level playing field? Uh, For instance, growing up in radio, in the past, we would used to have to put tapes together. We'd have to slice tape on reels. And that was before cassettes. And I've got boxes worth of cassettes of old air checks. I've never gotten around to re-listening to much less editing. Whereas nowadays, you know, a mic and a USB plug is relatively cheap. You can get freeware helping you do your editing. And it's just so much easier to enter the broadcasting field or at least put put a demo together than it used to be. Have you found it the same way in... Film, in videos, with uh, the internet, uh, YouTube, things like that? Absolutely. Um, I came from uh, Burbank. Well, actually, I came from the San Fernando Valley area. Uh, we had a, a, a neighbor. We all we all called him Uncle Ray. Now, he worked at TBS, which is the Burbank Studios, which is now Warner Brothers. And I got out of the service in 1976, and I, I literally hung around TBS at that time. Uh, he'd give me a, a pass to go in the Pass Avenue gate and I grew up with the Waltons, so I was on the set of the Waltons almost every other day. Whenever I had time off, I was there at the Walton set uh, or at uh, Policewoman or something that was going on in the back lot. And, uh, These are shows the, I grew up with, so I'm getting a kick out of this. this yeah, and, and I wanted to get into this so bad, I, and it hurt. The problem was it was just at an era, it was in a time to where uh, it was impossible for me as as – as who I am, a white male, to get into the industry at that time, I, just to spell it out. But at that time, uh, we you know we worked in film, or they worked in film, and and things were so much different, so much more complex. What the three of us do today, it would take thirty five people to do back then, and and so it was a completely different world back then. But that's the world I came out of, and my uncle or Uncle Ray, he'd said. Uh, uh, go north. And that's what I did. I came up to Portland and about 1983 is when I started really kind of banging around in this a little bit. And that was from cable access. And that's what led me into this. So, but it's a lot easier now than it was back then. Rick Lord is the director of Matchlight Films' new release, Cryzenium, having its movie premiere Tuesday, September 23rd. And that'll be at the historic Grand Theater on High Street in Salem. And what's really neat about it is a minimum donation of two cans of food or $2 designated to Salem's Union Gospel Mission will be collected. So I want to commend you both, Philip and Rick, for just being so generous and thoughtful outside of this movie that you poured your lives into. For, for how long now has this been going on, Philip? 
Uh, we began this in uh, September of 2013. So we're looking at approximately one year uh, at the, from the date of the, of the premiere to when we began this project. And how has it been for you and also for your brother working with Rick? We started in June officially uh, with Matchlight Films, uh, but we had been working on a project with Rick way before then, um, all the way back into you know January. We worked on a few commercials with him a couple years before then too. So anything that we might remember seeing of these commercials. Sometimes I see some really uh, entertaining, memorable ones on Comcast. I don't believe so. I mean, Rick has worked on over a thousand commercials, but by the time we showed up, he had uh, mostly retired out of this business. So just some small little projects here and there, but enough to get our feet wet and uh, find out what Rick was doing. Uh, My brother and I had been working on short films for quite some time, uh, you know, practicing. We filmed a little segment for Animal Planet uh, back when I was 13. Oh, that's neat. You Uh, started real young, didn't you? We did. I got a hold of my dad's video camera from used to shoot weddings or something and uh, had a big, you know, uh, wasn't film, but it was uh, a large tape uh, camera. Uh, so we uh, had to experiment with that. Um, got 200 bucks for a little Animal Planet thing. So we were all excited about that and we're off and running. So it seems like your parents are very supportive of both you and your brother in this undertaking or we're just kind of putting up with it to have you move on to the next what thing. My, what my parents <laughs> uh, told me and my brother was, uh, for the most part, if we wanted to watch movies, we had to go make them. So that's what we did. So what kind of movies did they want you to avoid watching? To avoid? I wonder. <laughs> All of them. Well, quite a few. So, you know, I, I come from a uh, conservative home. So, um, you know, a lot of movies in general were uh, discouraged. Um, but that led, you know, God used that to lead me down this path. In a sense, did it attract you more to the field because it was the forbidden fruit? In some ways, yes. In some ways. Uh, in 2010, uh, my brother and I uh, competed uh, at the um, San Antonio Independent Christian Film Festival. Mm. Um, and we were semifinalists there with a short film that we did called Mind Game. Uh, so that got us excited. And, and uh, shortly after that is when we met Rick. And uh, he turned us into professionals. <laughs> so... Well, congratulations. That seems to have uh, worked out well so far. And I love the fact that you are so both young and spirited in your industry, and yet you've, you're generations apart when it comes to age. So it's nice seeing that mixture of experience and fire and zeal teaming up all at once. The movie is Chrysanium. Now, we're going to be talking more about Chrysanium, but don't forget it's coming up Tuesday, September 23rd at the Historic Grand Theater on High Street in Salem with proceeds of the uh, donations going to Salem's Union Gospel Mission. We're all excited about that. And you can find out more about Rick Lord and Philip Wade on their websites, matchlightfilms.com and ambitionpictures.net. More with Rick Lord and Philip Wade next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 and online at truetalk800.com. In fact, on our website, I've listed the links in case you didn't feel like spelling or <laughs> writing any of them down between chrysanium.com, matchlightfilms.com, and ambitionpictures.net. We've got director Rick Lord and producer Philip Wade in the studio. And Rick, earlier on, you were talking about the fact that You'd seen a lot of things over the years, and you were quite happy retiring from the business. So how did that change? 
Let's. I, I think the best way to go about doing this is to back up. I, I came from a Christian home, and and as coming from a Christian home, I was under the same basic guidelines that Philip and Timmy came from as well. That we were uh, we were basically taught that stay out of the media, stay out of the the, the movie making business, radio, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I got to about seventeen years old. I joined the service, and when I come out of there, I wanted into this thing, and I didn't ma- It didn't matter how to get in. I had turned my back on the Lord the minute I left home, and I spent years and years and years trying to do this my way, and I knew that I was going to make it, and nothing ever worked. That was the thing. It's never, nothing ever worked. It was close. It was kind of like, all, you know, it's kind of like the, the hot dog cooking that's next to the pan. You know, it's going to take a long time for that hot dog to cook if it's not actually in the, in the boiling water. You know what I mean? I never got into the boiling water with this thing, and that was, uh, that was really disconcerting. So when I left the business, I left with, with bitterness in my heart. I said, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Uh, for the most part, the stuff I worked on was garbage. It was stuff I was, I was uh, not uh, proud of in any way, shape, or form. So when these kids came to me, what's three, three years ago, I guess it was three, maybe four years ago, in the parking lot at church— uh, I remember telling him, I will never do Christian films just to let you know. You know, I, I, I'll give you some information and, and stuff like that as far as what to do in certain scenarios and that kind of a thing. But other than that, I don't have anything to do with it. So and, when those words came out of your mouth in that parking lot of a church, did you just feel anything in your gut? You know, I, I don't think I did right then and there, but it was like within 24 hours, I, I, I knew that the God... In my life at that time, because I had turned my life around, the God in my life, Jesus, had had a plan for me. And you know what? When he's got a plan for you, you just can't say, never going to do it. Never going to happen. And and because he'll, he'll turn things around. I tell you what, in 15 months working with these guys here with Matchlight Films, I have seen more success out of, out of the film business that we're doing together than I saw in 30 years. And I am I am absolutely confident and and know for a fact God has his hand in this in this uh, partnership that we've got going on and what we are doing without a doubt. I'm encouraged by how humbled you felt by this experience, which probably doesn't come very easily to a lot of people in the entertainment industry, right? There's a lot of ego in this industry. One of the things that we we tout when people join us, we have about 30, 35 people, I guess, in in our uh immediate community in Matchlight Films that, that come from every walk of life. They just have one passion, two passions, one for Christ and the other one for filmmaking. That's it. That's all it takes to, to become a, a member with Matchlight Films. But we, we really preach the fact that the ego and the, the arrogance has to be left at the door. There's just no room for it. Uh, the, the, if you go to our site and you see the, the behind-the-scenes pictures – we're all there with the cans of paint. We're all there with the box of nails, the hammers, the saws, whatever. It doesn't matter whether you're the lead character today. You may be sweeping the floor tomorrow, and that's just the way it is, and that's how we go about doing things. God, when God comes in to, to change somebody's life, and you know what? There's a verse that comes to mind. I, 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 I tell you, I live by this verse. Uh, Psalm 37, 4, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of thine heart. In the 15 months we've been doing this, I have seen the desires of my heart come to fruition. And that is only by God that this has been able to take place. Matchlight Films is actually going somewhere. I know it for as far as uh, I can see, I know it's going somewhere. And I'm excited about it. I really am. It's funny. Walking out our faith in addition to our passions is often a real tough juggling, juggling act. 
to to maintain. So I'm thankful for that, and I'm curious. You mentioned that you had a, a period, despite growing up in a Christian home, of yes. stepping away from the Lord. Can you tell us what precedented that and what changed it? I wanted to do it my way. That's the bottom line. I want to do it my way. And, you know, you, with all best intentions of doing it your way, um, when God has a plan for your life, you cannot you cannot deviate from that plan. He will, he will allow things to fail for you, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, year after year, day after day, whatever, things failed for me. It wasn't until this came about. You know, it really took me falling on my face and saying, Lord, you have everything. You have it all. And when that took place, that's when things changed. And that was a few years back. And little by little, he started working with me. And when he started working with me, that's when the desires of my heart were being met. It's kind of funny how that works, huh? You wanted the other the other way, and somehow God knows you bet. when we're ready. So, so how's it been for you, Philip? Well, you know, uh, we were just talking about how God has different plans, and then sometimes we want to go through on things. And um, at the time, uh, right before we did Matchlight Films, uh, Tim and I were working on a CG animated movie called Winter Village. And um, we had, you know, we poured everything into it. Um, we were running a Kickstarter fundraiser campaign for it. Um, you know, we were, uh, we invested, you know, I invested everything I had into it and hoping this would uh, come through and it failed, you know, and, um, but th- what came out of that is, you know, Lord uh, brought us uh, to a point where we could find out what he wanted us to do. Um, you know, he, and for you know, most, you know, for all intents and purposes, the film was a secular film. But what we learned out of that and working with Rick during that period was that, you know, Lord wanted us to go a different direction into more of the ministry-based films. Um, and uh, that made a significant difference on, us, uh, on the uh, road, you know, we went down. Um, so, you know, sometimes the Lord uses certain things that we don't see at the time, but in the end, we see the result. So has have you ever had any moments growing up in, in the Christian home where you were raised that you had your doubts or you had to struggle with things that you didn't have any great answers for? In terms of uh, the Christian faith? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm uh, a big science fan. You know, I, I, I read all kinds of scientific material, Charles Darwin, Origin of Species, and all kinds of things. So um, I've been exposed to the full circle of, of uh, you know, uh, Big Bang Theory, all the the theory of evolution, everything like that. And so all those things have definitely had an effect on what has shaped my faith. Um, but, you know, I've, I've grown through that. It's, it's made me, it's, it's made me a stronger Christian through it all. Um, you know, I've, and, um, you know, the Lord doesn't want us keeping our eyes closed and um, through investigating things and uh, keeping, uh, you know, Keeping God at the center of it has um, had a profound effect on, you know, my view of the world, you know. Um, so, but, you know, I've, I've certainly had those doubts, you know, growing up in a Christian home. But uh, in the end, Lord, uh, Lord brings, you all around, brings you on around and uh, you see everything full circle. There you go. Rick, did you have anything you wanted to add to that as we you get know, ready go- to talk about the movie itself? Absolutely. Going back to, to childhood and, and raised in a Christian home, 
I think what got me, it had nothing to do with faith as much as it did with excitement. I looked at, at the God world as being a really boring world. And that, and, and that, I didn't want that in my life. And when we came forward here to Matchlight Films, I got to tell you, it has been the most exciting world. I mean, God has really, oh, he really understood Rick. He understood what, what it's going to take to to make Rick fly, you know, as a, as a Christian. And, and, and so he knew that I'm going to have to have some excitement in my life. Otherwise, I'm not going to be a real happy camper. And I have had excitement after excitement after excitement doing what it is, again, what God has allowed me to do. He's given me this gift. And it has been the most amazing thing ever. So it had nothing to do with my, my belief system. It just had everything to do with, you know, I thought God was boring. I really did. I just, uh, I don't know, you know. I, I became an alcoholic. Uh, it totally ruined my life. I mean, years after year after year after year of drinking and partying and stuff, trying to find that excitement. And it wasn't until I gave my life totally to the Lord, totally to the Lord. And he says, you know what? I'm going to give you something exciting. You want something exciting? I'm going to give it to you. And I've heard these stories before of missionaries, and 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 I yeah, I didn't want to go to Bangladesh. But I honestly believe we have an opportunity right here through our films. We might be the missionaries to Hollywood. I don't know. I don't know what he has you know, in store for us tomorrow. My old church used to have these signs up above the exits, and it said, you are now entering the mission field. And what I loved about that was the constant reminder that, well, we are on a mission field every day of our lives. And maybe we're not flying off to Africa or building homes in Mexico or Ethiopia or things like that, but we're still performing God's work. We're still trying to be his hands and feet and voice. And maybe it's to your next door neighbor or the old widow across the street or the kid you bump into at line at school or the bank or, or Burgerville. Mm, sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You guys came early. I didn't eat my lunch. It's I got food on my mind. Right <laughs> Hashtag Burgerville Salem. Now we need it folks. Uh, I'm just saying. So tell us about the fact that you've teamed up together for this film, Chrysenium, and in the next minute or so, can you give us the big picture from 30,000 feet up? What exactly is Chrysenium, and why should we go see it? It's a post-apocalyptic thriller, uh, in a nutshell. That's all it is. This is a short film. It's 26 and a half minutes, I believe it is. Am I, am I correct? That's yeah. correct. Uh, so, so you're not going to, you know, it's not the whole enchilada, but we did the film with the idea of let's raise... Uh, let's get this film out there. Let's hit a few of the film festivals, see if we can raise some money and shoot the feature lake version of this. For those of us like myself who aren't really greatly educated in the film industry, is, is that how the game works? Is it like you're putting together a short feature, hoping that uh, kind of like minor league baseball, hoping that you'll be seen and someone will give you a shot at the big leagues? Is that how it works? I don't know. Well, there's, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> there's a couple of ways that, you know, it gets done. Um, a lot of times it's through word of mouth, you know, if, if you're connected to someone that's in the industry. and um, But film festivals is a very popular way of going about to uh, um, gather funding to make your project come to fruition. There has been a lot of the independent films that I've worked on that, for all intents and purposes, they've got $100,000, $300,000 thrown at these things, $500,000 thrown at these things. And the film does nothing but sit on the living room floor of the producer or the director. And that's it. They have no distribution. Nothing is set set out there for them to be able to actually get the film out the out the door. And I honestly believe God put it in my heart. Don't do it that way. Make a short film and then see what you could do with a proof of concept. 
and and I will provide for you that person. We we were going to go to the film festivals with this film. We had every intention of doing so. We're not going there because we do have somebody. Chrysanium is premiering Tuesday, September 23rd. More information is available on the websites matchlightfilms.com and ambitionpictures.net. We'll hear more about Chrysanium the movie with Rick Lord and Philip Wade next on Difference Makers. And thanks for listening to True Talk 800. Thanks for listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with our very special guests, the writer and director Rick Lord and producer Philip Wade of Matchlight Films. Their new release is Chrysinium, and it'll be Tuesday, September 23rd at the Historic Grand Theater on High Street in Salem. And a minimum donation of two cans of food or $2 designated to our friend at Salem's Union Gospel Mission would be very much appreciated. So, gentlemen, let's get straight into it. Can you tell us about Chrysinium and start off with the name? Okay. Uh, originally, the name was was. Uh, manifest. We found out though that there was like four thousand movies named Manifest. The Manifest, Manifest the movie, Manifest this, and so we we knew that we were up against a wall as far as that goes. Back the camera dolly up though. As far as the concept goes, uh, I happened to be watching TBN or whatever, and it was at that uh, Sid uh, Roth, Sid Rothfeller. Yeah, and I was watching him. He was talking about the Antichrist showing up in a in a spaceship, and we all plug it into him, and it, you know, and the, the provide the power. So I was sitting on the edge of the couch going, you got to be kidding me. Well, this is pretty fascinating stuff. That's where Chrysanium came from. We decided that, that, well, let's, let's sit down and let's do something a little more sci-fi. The kids want to do something that they can sink their teeth into. That's where it started from. It was three thirty one morning. I woke up, sat up in bed and the name Chrysanium came to me and it's been Chrysanium ever since that. And let me tell you something, you know, you know, when you're working in, in within God's world here and when he ordains what it is you're doing, he gives you things. And this, this path that we've been on for the past 15 months, I promise you has been one miracle after the next, after the next. And we do have non-Christians working with our, within our, our group. And they look at this and go, my gosh, you guys have a God that actually is alive and does things. And that is, that has been the testimony all along. And, uh, so anyways, going back to Chrysinium, it really came from, a from a tele, tele evangelist, I guess, and talking about the Antichrist showing up in a spaceship. I said, well, let's do something with a spaceship then. So Philip Wade asked the producer, did that also just strike a chord with you and said, oh, we've got to do something about this? Oh, absolutely. I excited? Was, I was very excited. Um, at the time, I was a, a web developer um, on uh, Commercial Street in Salem, and so I was involved with that heavily. Uh, but uh, once uh, Chrysinium got going, uh, I quit my job there uh, to pursue this full time. And yeah, I mean, this, this thing, I uh, got rolling, uh, Tim spent, uh, my brother, Tim, he's a, uh, 3d graphics artist, um, which, uh, which means he designs computer generated models, things like that. Um, and this movie relies on that also. So he spent like two months putting together the spaceship. If you've seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about towards mm -hmm. the end. Um, and so, yeah, right after that, he spent, uh, we spent some time in uh, pre-production. Uh, we we built sets. Um, a whole gamut of things took place. If you're curious to take a look at that trailer, friends, we've got it up on our social media in addition to truetalk800.com. I'll leave that up for another few more days. But it's really exciting. So at your relatively young ages, I mean, you'd mentioned, Philip, that you were in your early 20s and that your brother Tim is 19, if I heard correctly. That's correct. Right? 
where on earth did you get this kind of experience that you could put the pedal to the metal at such a relatively young age? Well, one advantage we had was we were homeschooled. And um, that enabled us at a very young age to pursue our interests in, you know, whatever field we desired. And Tim was into uh, video editing and uh, 3D graphics. So uh, he got a computer, programs, all kinds of things. And you can get all kinds of great student discounts when you're, uh, in, your, when you're in school. So we took advantage of that. And so since he was uh, 13, 12 or whatever, he's been using industry standard uh, programming to develop um, uh, special effects, all kinds of things like that. And of course, you know, um, I purchased my first uh, professional camera uh, when I was like 16. And so we've been, uh, you know, shooting and uh, just, uh, you know, doing, taking online courses in uh, various aspects of film production. And, uh, of course, got busy with Rick and uh, things took off exponentially. How did you enjoy your homeschooling experience? Uh, when I look back, I'm glad. Uh, glad I was homeschooled. Um, you know, I'm probably, a, I, I'm a, I guess I'm a different person. You know, I, I like to... Uh, learn through doing instead of learn through reading books. Now, granted, I still had to read books, uh, but um, I really enjoy the film production side of things because there's a lot of hands-on that is takes place in this. You know, we um, I filmed Chrysinium uh, under Rick's director uh, direction, and um, you know, I've, I've always enjoyed operating the camera. You know, just the feeling of uh, of getting the shots. You know, when you see hours and uh, hours of work from many talented people culminate into a single frame. It's just a beautiful thing. It's like a baby you created. Absolutely. When you think about it. Well, you know, God created us with a little bit of that creativity to create inside of us. You know, God, uh, the Bible says that we are made in God's image and God is the great creator. Well, we also do our own little creations and we get a certain satisfaction out of that than we get out of anything else. I love the fact that both of you have shown the freedom to embrace those gifts that you were wired with and not feel a need to suppress them. Now, do you feel that in the entertainment industry, whether it's broadcasting, games, video games, radio, movies, television, that, that there was perhaps a season where the church, being mainstream Christianity, kind of stepped back from that and said, oh, that's all bad? I got a perfect exa- or a perfect uh, answer to that. Uh, I... I- Back in them days, we only had three TV stations. We had one Hollywood. That was it. And for us as Christians to be in in that sewer, if you will, no, I don't believe we belong there. I do not believe we belong there today, yesterday, the day before. I do believe, though, but because of the the growth of technology the way it is, and we're now able to do what it is we do or what Hollywood did way, you know, that they used to be able to do that. We're able to do that in, in other locations other than Hollywood that we can use the same things that they, they so totally messed up on. And so we're not really a part of Hollywood. Does that make sense? Uh, We do, we do filmmaking. Filmmaking is a, is a mechanic, if you will. There's a science and a mechanic to filmmaking. And we have a, a, a desire to be a part of that. But back then, as a Christian, there was only one place to get that and, and be a part of that. And that was in Hollywood. Well, we're not a part of Hollywood now. Now we're able to be filmmakers and do it as a ministry here. 
and and do the type of films we want to do and not be sucked into the sewer of Hollywood, if you will. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. That, that being said, we are – I tell this to a lot of people. We are Christians that make films. We are not Christians that make Christian films. And there's a, I think there's a, a big difference there. We want to have films that everybody can enjoy. And yeah, there's a little bit of a message. There's a little bit of a read between the lines. And that's what we strive for. Films that make you think. Give, give reason for thought, if you will. Our slogan is to inspire, challenge, and minister. And, and it doesn't mean you have to be opening the, the scriptures up and getting the people in, in, in the theater on their knees. That, what that means is, is they go home at night and they, they have a, a thought that's placed in their head, a seed placed in their heart through a film that, that they didn't even catch that there was a ministry woven into it. I think those pieces of art are the ones that stick with people the longest. I know for me, listening to a lot of songwriters in, say, the 70s, Anytime I hear maybe the Eagles or James Taylor, it brings me back to something because they profoundly touched me, not so much with their appearance, mind you, or the the clear sound of their voice. Although I love James Taylor's voice, for instance, but the musicians that were legendary then often joke about this age of American Idol and X Factor and the voice that none of them would have won that type of a popularity contest. Yet some of them are the most profound songwriters, the most prolific authors that I'd ever heard from. So nowadays, it's interesting to see that you're able to just be you and have that freedom, be in the world, but not of it, hopefully. And we're all going to stumble and trip and make mistakes. So that being said, in our next two minutes here, I want to hear what movies have influenced the two of you. Let's start with with you, Philip Wade, our producer for Chrysanium. One of my favorite films is uh, Drive, starring uh, Ryan Gosling. Um, the story behind, you know, when I look at a film, I like to find out what's the story behind the movie. It, it's sometimes even more interesting than the movie itself. And uh, that was an independent film shot in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, but it was very well done, and it uh, performed very well at film festivals and whatnot. Uh, but the, the style of the cinematography is what I pay most attention to. Um, you know, being a, uh, a DP in training, um, I take very close DP stands for director of photography, director of photography chooses lenses for the camera, the camera itself, um, sets up lighting, uh, positions the shot, um, in a, uh, a way that matches the mood of the, the film and whatnot. I don't want to take too much time going into that. Uh, but drive, yeah, was, uh, very well done in that a- aspect. Um, also grew up with, um, some older films like Ben Hur, uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy Stewart. One of my all time favorites. Excellent movie. So, how about you, Rick Lord, the writer and director of Cryzenium? What films have stood out in your memory that really influenced you? Got a favorite one? Pulp Fiction. It'd have to be Pulp Fiction. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. This probably shocks a lot of the listeners out there, but one of the things I enjoyed about Quentin Tarantino's writing in his film was the ability to take several stories, three different stories, and integrate them together. Now, it's a dark film, obviously, and and uh, but I look at it from a different from a different mindset. I'm I look at it for the writing, the way it was choreographed. Is it was is just. Phenomenal. That, as far as the story goes, 
uh, snow falling on cedars is one that I look at for the visual. Rick Lord is the writer and director, and Philip Wade is the producer for Matchlight Films' new release, Cryzinium. Tuesday, September 23rd is the premiere down in Salem. More information is on our website, truetalk800.com, and thanks for listening to Difference Makers. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with our very special guests, Philip Wade. He is a movie producer and Rick Lord, the writer and director of the Cryzenium movie premiering Tuesday, September 23rd. It's a project of Matchlight Films, and you can find more information at matchlightfilms.com. They're also on Twitter and Facebook at Matchlight Films. So, Rick, you were uh, alluding to Philip's young age and maturity all, all in one. Can you tell us more about how it's been for you to work with him. This really goes back to what I was telling you before about God's sense of humor. For one thing, don't ever say never to God. He's going to change things in a New York second as far as that goes. Well, for me to be a part of these two monkeys, it was, it was I mean, it was just like, you got to be kidding me. I, I look at it now. In fact, I talk to their mom quite often. And, and uh, uh, for me to be involved with, you know, a 19-year-old and a 22-year-old, I'm 60 years old. I just turned 60 last uh, last Monday. But and, congratulations, you wear it well. Well, thank you very much. Well, they they actually are the ones who keep me young, to be honest with you. I could not do this on my own. And this is this is where, again, God coming in and, and really orchestrating how this all come together. I could not do what we're doing all by myself. Philip could not do what we're doing all by himself. Tim could not do what he does so well by himself. But you know what? All three of us together, just like the Trinity, come in and we're able to really do some fantastic work because we're the, we're the, we're, we complement each other on our skills. We all have equal skills, and that's, that's so cool. So age is not, a, a, not an issue to us. We don't care about the age. We vote on things. We conduct ourselves like a, like a business and and not any one person is is lording over the other person. It's funny you mentioned that no pun. you've been in this industry, the film industry, for so many decades, and you've worked back on Policewoman and the Waltons, things well, I grew up with. I didn't work with. on them, but I was there, yeah. <laughs> so as the veteran, as the natural mentor, can you tell us what young Philip and Tim Wade have taught you that may have opened your eyes towards something? Social media. More than anything, it'd have to be social media. Social uh, social media is is a a new realm that's hard for me to even wrap my head around today. And but I, I am finding that that is the new marketing. Uh, and and with Timmy, he's he's our our uh, visual effects uh, guru, if you will. And and what he can do with a computer is is like music to one's ears. And what he's able to do with visual effects and so on and so forth, um, that is what these guys bring to the table. Is is it's all those elements that are needed in in filmmaking, and as far as wanting to be a filmmaker and actually make money in this, those are the elements that are absolutely essential to the to making the cake. And so, what they bring to the program, and I look at are things that I would never even consider. I'm so old school. I'd be, I'm, I'm out there try, you know, shooting this thing on film for crying out loud, as opposed to digital, you know? So it's, it, it's just, I, I'm having to look at things technologically different than, than say the average filmmaker of my age. If I could uh, chime in for a second uh, on the other side of things, you know, Rick coming from the film age, 
um, that's been a great benefit to uh, the younger generation, uh, such as myself and my brother Tim, where you know we have everything in digital. And if you're not careful, um, things get uh, taken lightly in terms of you know w- when you shoot um, when you shoot on on film. You're limited to a certain amount of time. Things have to get done relatively quickly, and your takes need to be um, done well, uh, rehearsed, and so forth. Because film is expensive to shoot on. When you're shooting in digital, uh, there's no cost to shoot an extra five gigs. Uh, but learning from Rick the discipline of getting it right the first couple of times and first couple of takes um, has been a, uh, a great help. It's been good to raise the bar for you rather than kind of, kind of motivate you, put some more skin in the game, right? Absolutely. It makes you more alert to things going on because you know you're not just going to run back and shoot it again if it doesn't work right. Um, and so, yeah, that's been uh, essential. So now that you've finished with this product of Chrysanium, can you tell us uh, what the most inspiring and encouraging moment you felt about Chrysanium was, Philip? The most inspiring and encouraging moment of Christ in What are you most proud of? When you hit the pillow that night after a long day of working on it, what gave you the greatest satisfaction? The greatest satisfaction is is knowing that, you know, we, we could down, this could affect people positively down the road. Um, uh, another um, satisfaction I get out of it is knowing that you know, the the cinematography that I did with Rick uh, turned out well. I, I filmed Chrysinium, Um and, uh, you know, from the reviews we've gotten, it it uh, has uh, gone well so far. So. Have there been things that you've done on Chrysinium that have been marked improvements over your previous movies? Everything. <laughs> That's easy. I mean... Yeah, it doesn't doesn't compare much from uh, things in the past. I mean, uh, when we started with uh, Rock Bottom to Angel's Wings to Chrysinium, you know, we started building sets with Angel's Wings with Chrysinium. We had um, interior sets, exterior sets, all kinds of things going on. Um, and uh, we keep raising the bar with each film we do. And where were most of these scenes filmed? Um, it was split between Staten and Salem. So we had an exterior set in Salem, uh, Staten, and an interior set built in a warehouse um, off Kubler. Well, that sounds like fun. Do you miss doing it now that it's now that Chrysanium is a finished project? It was it was a sad day when we had to tear the sets down. It was uh, yeah something that uh, we didn't look forward to. So Rick Lord, the writer and director of Chrysanium, you've basically been dragged kicking and screaming out of retirement, and yet you've worn so many hats over the years. Can you tell us what you enjoy most? Is it acting? Is it writing? Um, I would have to say it's probably lighting is what I enjoy the most. Cinematography is what I enjoy the most out of anything. Uh, the writing is very satis- satisfying. It's one of those things that is really, really is, is driven from something deep inside early in the morning for me. And that satisfies to a point, but the lighting is, you know, the cinematography, the photography, that's what I really glean to. The acting is out of fruition, I had to play the part in this movie only because I was available. And that's the other thing I'd like to stress, too, is, boy, I tell you what, we would love to have more young people involved in this. I, I look at our at our board meetings where we have at Bad Girls Coffee down in uh, down in Salem there every uh, every other Saturday. Well, that's right by the airport in Salem. Yes, it is. And, and 
I look down the row and, and Timmy and, and Philip are like the young people of the group and everybody else, they're my age or older. And, and we just need some more young people, some young blood. So there you go. Rick Lord, writer and director of Matchlight Films, new release, Cryzenium. Philip Wade, our young producer, tell us what kind of skills you're looking for, for people who might have a passing interest in getting into your industry, or at least want to find out. Well, that's a good question, Mike. Um, you know, what we're we're looking for goes across the board. You know, um, we're, we're happy to take more actors. Um, we're looking for people that are involved with camera work, um, AC, which would be assistant camera, um, that's helping change out lenses, things like that. Um, you know, different people have different talents in, in different fields. Um, and in the film business, I mean, you can get, uh, you can find a niche almost anywhere from sound recording to post-production. There's an endless amount of possibilities. We're looking for people that are dedicated and, um, are, uh, pay a lot of attention to detail and can take instruction and, uh, proceed forward. So it seems like Matchlight Films is still intimate enough to give someone a shot and find out what their strength might be or not be. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, right after the Crescent premiere, we're going to be running uh, on our website a schedule for seminars for those who want to learn a little bit about on-camera acting, that want to learn about production, how things are done behind the scenes. Rick Lord, writer and director of Matchlight Films and producer Philip Wade, thanks so much for joining us today. Don't forget, Tuesday, September 23rd is the Chrysanium movie premiere in Salem at the Historic Grand Theater. More information is on the website, matchlightfilms.com and ambitionpictures.net. And thanks so much for listening to Difference Makers. I'll leave more information up on our website, www.truetalk800.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.